Hello, and welcome to the Old Creatures Great and Gone podcast. I'm Carrie, and I'm a pet bereavement counsellor. Welcome to episode six of the Old Creatures Great and Gone podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing a topic that I think a lot of us out there may struggle with, or may be struggling with, and that is guilt. So I'm going to talk about why we may feel guilt and what we can do to help ourselves. I'm only human and I too have felt guilt when it came to the loss of my pets. And guilt is a normal and a natural response to a loss. And the way I see it is that it is the brain's way of trying to process what has happened trying to make sense of the events that led to the loss of our companion and trying to think of ways that we could have possibly prevented it happening. Now there's a phrase out there called hindsight bias and there are some brilliant um, articles on hindsight bias and grief Um, but I wanted to read the hindsight bias definition according to Wikipedia because I think it just sums up perfectly you know guilt and pet loss in general so hindsight bias is also known as the knew it all along phenomenon this is according to wikipedia okay and it is the common tendency for people to perceive events that have already occurred as having been more predictable than they actually were before the events took place Now, does that make sense to anybody out there? Because it makes a lot of sense to me. Because how many of you listening have lost a companion and then afterwards you've been thinking about what led up to the loss and you've been suddenly coming up with all of these scenarios where the outcome changes or you've been thinking of all these different scenarios where you think that you should have or would have or could have done something different. Does that sound familiar? Because that's something that I've struggled with. And just recently, last Thursday in fact, I had to make the devastating decision to say goodbye to one of my rats, Eddie. And I started to feel guilt over Eddie's loss because I took him to the vet and he'd lost a lot of weight and he was showing neurological issues and I knew it was time you know I knew I wasn't going to bring him home and when the vet you know took my history from me and she was looking at Eddie she said he's lost a lot of weight and he does look neurological you know there's something going on in his brain I think and she agreed that the time had come to say our goodbyes And I started to feel guilty because she said he'd lost a lot of weight and I felt guilty for not spotting it sooner. I felt guilty for not taking him to the vet sooner. I felt guilty for not getting him out of his cage more often. I felt guilty for not giving him as many toys as other rats out there possibly have. I felt guilty for not spotting that there was something seriously wrong sooner. But this all came about after 
I'd lost Eddie. And I think it was my brain's way of trying to process what had happened and trying to work out where it all went wrong and why I ended up losing him. But, and this is the thing, I realised, as I'm sure that a lot of you out there will realise too, that my grief was causing me to think like this. My grief was distorting events and distorting what had actually happened. Because in reality, I did take him to the vets in time. In reality, I wouldn't have known he'd lost so much weight as you know any sooner than I did. In reality, he did have all the toys he could possibly want. Him and his brother Christopher were spoiled rotten, the proper chunky little things, you know, always getting treats. I did play with him as often as I should have. I did treat him well. My brain was lying to me. My grief was lying to me, making me feel that I could have done more, trying to change the outcome. And, you know, even if there was something that I could have done sooner, I wouldn't have known it at that time. It was only after the event that I realised that maybe there were things I could have done differently. Now, you know, unfortunately, things happen and maybe there was something we could have done differently. However, that doesn't mean that we didn't do all we could at that time. Okay? So... If you find that there was something that you could have done, please, please, please don't use that to beat yourself up and cause yourself more pain, okay? You acted on the information and the knowledge and the circumstances that you had presented to you at that time. And that means that whatever you did at whatever time was right for your pet in that time and those circumstances. It does us no good whatsoever to go on the internet and Google the symptoms that they displayed and think to ourselves, I could have done something. I should have done something. I should have spotted something sooner. Don't do that to yourself, please. Because it isn't justified, it isn't warranted. You don't need to do that, okay? And I do understand, um, because I've done it myself, I googled Eddie's symptoms and I was thinking, oh sugar, I should have noticed his weight loss sooner. I should have noticed this sooner. I should have noticed that sooner. The fact is, I noticed it when I noticed it and that was the right time. That was soon, that was the right time. And you may be out there listening thinking, my pet had X, Y or Z symptoms. I've looked it up and it, I should have spotted it sooner. Why? Why should you have spotted it sooner? How do you know that you didn't spot it at exactly the right time in advance? This is your, your grief that's talking to you. This is your brain trying to process these dramatic events. Okay? Guilt is natural, it is normal, but it isn't justified, okay? And all it does is cause us extra pain. And we're already going through so much pain already, aren't we? We're already going through a lot 
and is it really fair on ourselves to torture ourselves hmm? is it is it really fair to read up on things and convince ourselves we could have done something else because the fact of the matter is it's not going to change anything unfortunately it's not going to bring our loved ones back all it'll do is delay our healing and cause us more unnecessary pain be kind to yourself okay you were your pet's best advocate you were their heart you were their world you were their best friend you did everything that you possibly could for them and then more okay your pet wanted for nothing they were more than likely absolutely ruined in the best possible way absolutely spoilt rotten and i think that if a friend came to you and told you what you're telling yourself i reckon that you would be kind to them you would tell them not to be thinking like this that they were good owners that they did all that they could and so i ask you to talk to yourself as if you were talking to a friend be kind to yourself okay you acted on the information that you had at that time and there's an article i read about hindsight bias and grief that you know talks about this sort of thing and perceiving events to be different than they were and something that i tell my clients is that you know we acted on the knowledge that we had at the time and it was right it was right for that time and as I've said, we're only causing ourselves more pain by researching the condition our pet had and, you know, making ourselves believe that we could have done something differently. Well, the fact is that we could read all that we want to read online or here and we try and copy and paste it into our life and our pet's life before the loss. And we try, to, it's almost like a jigsaw puzzle where you have a piece that is from a different puzzle and you're trying to make it fit but it doesn't because it doesn't belong there and that's a similar sort of analogy for our grief I suppose and our guilt our guilt doesn't belong here okay if you want to use this feeling of guilt that you have for a higher good for a better purpose and you're convinced that you could have done something differently and you can't be told otherwise then I urge you to then use this as a learning opportunity and if you feel that you could have done something differently then bear that in mind learn from it and if you're ever faced with a similar situation again you'll know what to do differently this time around okay and you can do things differently if that situation presents itself again but please don't think that you didn't do enough please don't think that you could have done more because i'm pretty sure that you did all that you could okay and I'm sure that if you speak to the vet or you speak to other professionals or friends, I'm sure they'll all tell you the same, that you acted at the right time, you did the right thing, okay? 
Now, there are some people out there that may not feel guilt. Maybe they are content with the decisions that they've made. They're totally content with um, what happened, you know, making the decision or the way things progressed. Maybe they're at peace with it and they know, you know, there's no second thoughts. There's no feelings of, of guilt around what happened. And that's fine too. That's normal. That's natural too. Um, and there's no right or wrong way when it comes to grieving. There's no written rule that says that you have to grieve a certain way. And there's no written rule that says you have to experience certain things the same as everybody else. So I know that there are some people out there that will say, I, I didn't feel guilt. I knew that it was the right thing to do. I knew it was the right time. And I acted, you know, when I did. And that's great. And I'm glad that you don't struggle with the feeling of guilt. And I'm glad that, you know, everything worked out, you know, for the best for your pet. But there will be people out there that may be listening now or at a later date that are struggling with the feeling of guilt. And so I'd talked about Eddie because I'd felt guilt. And I realised that it was my grief and I listened to it you know I actually let these thoughts play out in my head and I tried to think about them all rationally and I thought right okay instead of pushing them away and trying to brush them aside I thought no let's face this head on then if these thoughts are going to keep popping into my head of the would have could have should have it's almost like a little devil on your shoulder you know the angel devil that you see in the films and cartoons where one's like telling you things and you you know it's almost like that where these thoughts pop into your head and it's like yeah but you could have spotted that couldn't you or yeah but do you remember when he was doing this and you didn't do anything about it or do you remember when you rang the vets and then you cancelled the appointment or do you know what I mean you might get these little thoughts popping into your head that it's not you and it you, you don't know where they've come from but it's like this little niggling voice that is saying yeah but what about this or yeah but what about this that happened or yeah but didn't you notice this don't right don't necessarily listen and take you know notice of it as in don't take it to heart okay listen to the thought and process it and write it down or say it out loud however you feel helps but just maybe listen to it with a, you know take it with a pinch of salt sort of thing listen to these thoughts and think right okay so we're saying I could have spotted this sooner or I spotted that but when you think about it if you have that thought that pops into your head that says yeah but do you remember when they were doing such a thing and you think, well, yeah, but I wouldn't have known at that time that it was something to worry about. And you might get this feeling or thought that says, well, do you remember when they were doing such a thing? Or do you remember when this happened or that happened? And you think, well, yeah, I remember that. But again, I wouldn't have known at that time that it was something worthy of note or attention. And that's important to remember is that at that time 
we may not have known the significance of what was going on. Okay. But now we do. So, okay, now we know the significance of things or symptoms that were cropping up. But we didn't know at that time. And it is unfair of, well, of us, on ourselves, to then beat ourselves up with this new knowledge. It's unfair of us to say, yes, but you know it now. It's like, well, yes, we know it now, but we didn't know it then. And that's what's important. Because if we'd have known then what we know now, we would have maybe done things slightly differently. Or it may be that if we'd have known then what we know now, we still wouldn't have changed anything. It wouldn't have changed the outcome. So I know that probably sounds a bit waffly and I know in my head what I'm trying to say and I hope that makes sense. And if it does, brilliant, please let me know. And if it doesn't, again, please let me know and I will try to clarify So what I'm trying to say is you acted on the information you knew then rather than what you know now. But if you'd known then what you know now, would it have changed the outcome? And again, it goes back to like the puzzle piece. You know, we're trying to fit things in where it doesn't belong. And we're trying to make things fit and we're trying to make sense of everything. So it may be that we get new information, but it wouldn't have changed anything. It may be that we gain new knowledge and you know we look up things and we think oh we could have done that well maybe we could have but would it have changed the outcome and I think nine times out of ten maybe it wouldn't and so you think to yourself well if it wouldn't have changed anything and even if it could I can't go back what good is this doing me now to be thinking like this So this topic today and this episode is really all about being kind to yourself, okay, and recognising that you did all you could. And I know I sound like a broken record, don't I? I can hear it in myself where I'm like, be kind to yourself, you did all you could. But I feel that it's important that you hear that, okay? I don't know if there's people out there that just needed someone to say, it's okay. There's no judgment. There is no judgment here. Nobody blames you for what happened. And that's just cropped up in my head now. I just think that maybe that's why we feel guilt as well, because we're perceiving other people's, well, we're thinking what other people may be thinking. We're thinking, hang on, if, you know, if I was in their shoes, would I be thinking I could have done something else? And I think maybe that's where guilt comes from. We're worried about other people and we're worried about how they will perceive events. But again, it's easy for other people to see what they want to see and they see a snapshot in time and they're not in our shoes, they're not in our position, they don't know our history, they don't know our pet's history, they don't know the circumstances, they weren't living it. We were. So, please understand that you'd be surprised at the support that you may receive out there you may be surprised at the empathy and sympathy and support that people give you if your friends realized how badly you feel over what had happened I think they'd be horrified I think they would feel so bad for you 
and I think they would do everything they could to make you feel better. So if you don't have anyone out there like that, that could support you or would like to, you know, try and make you feel better, I'd like to do that, okay? I would like to say to whoever's listening, whoever feels that they didn't do enough or feels guilty or feels bad for what happened, please don't. You did everything you possibly could, okay? You were your pet's world. You were the best owner they could have possibly ever had, okay? And if you think about it, what would their life have been like if they'd have lived with someone else? Would it have been half as good as the life they had with you? I doubt it. Because we're all individual and our pets are individuals and our pets, no matter the size, no matter the species, no matter their age, they had the best life ever with us. They really did. They were loved beyond measure. They were, I bet they were totally spoiled. I bet that they were treated, you know, so well. And I bet that we gave them more love and attention than we give ourselves credit for. So I want you to have a really good think about your pet's life and all the things that you did for them. And even if you feel guilty for going out to work for long hours, leaving your pet at home, because I know that's another reason why people may feel guilty, please try not to beat yourself up about it. You know, why did you have to go out to work for long hours? To earn money, to keep a roof over your head and over your pet's head, to keep them well fed, to keep, you know, to pay for vet visits, pay for vaccinations and food and wormers and whatever else they needed, or new tank or new enrichment, okay? You didn't go out to work to avoid them, you went out to work to give them the best life possible. And when you were home with them, I don't, you know, because I don't think, animals have a great sense of time they live in the moment and I think that they didn't realize how long you were out for all they saw was you coming home and then thinking this is the best day ever and I've seen um I think it was a cartoon something on Facebook and it was like a dog um writing a calendar and on every day of the calendar it just wrote best day ever best day ever And to me, that's what our pets feel. You know, every day with us is their best day ever. And that's what we need to remember. We gave them the best lives they could have possibly had. We did everything we could for them and then some, okay? So, yes, guilt is natural and it is normal and it is all a part of grieving. But that doesn't mean that it's justified, okay? And please, please, please stop beating yourself up about things beyond your control. Because, as I've said, it's easy to think back and think of what we think would have changed the outcome. When in reality we know that there wasn't anything we could have done differently. And if there was, then we know if that situation ever arose again, that we would change. You know, we would know what to do. But we did what we could at the time and that's all that matters. Okay. So I hope that that has helped someone out there. I hope that 
it's made sense and if you're listening and you think do you know what that episode was just a load of waffle let me know okay because I'm more than happy to do it again and if you have any feedback on today's episode and there's something you think she should have really covered that and didn't tell me okay I'm only human I'm not perfect and I'm, I'm just trying to talk about a subject that I'm passionate about and that I've dedicated my life to work to and so I want to try and get as much information out there as I can so I hope that you've enjoyed well I say enjoyed listening I know it's a very difficult topic to listen to but I hope you've gained some support from it and some understanding and some clarification and I would like to say thank you so much for listening as always and I would also like to let you know how you can contact me if you'd like to speak to me because um, it's been brought to my attention that I don't make a point of saying where you can reach me and as you know I'm a pet bereavement counsellor I run my own pet bereavement counselling service and you know I'm open um, to new clients and obviously given the whole corona issue at the moment um, I'm restricting face-to-face appointments but I'm still available for email and phone consults and even Zoom or Skype. So if you want to talk to me you can WhatsApp me on 75 You can contact me via my Facebook page Carrie Ball Pet Bereavement Counselling or www.facebook.com forward slash at seaballpetloss you can email me at cycle, C-Y-C-L-E, counselling at hotmail.com. You can, um, you know, you can phone me, you can email me, you can message me on Facebook, you can, you know, private message, what have you. I'm here to talk to you, you know, I'm here to support you. If you'd like to book my service, please get in touch. Or you can have a look at my website, which is www.cballpetbereavement.co.uk. Have a look on there and see what you think. And if you want to get in touch, please do. And you can also leave uh, feedback and reviews on this podcast via the um, streaming platform that you're listening to. Um, So I host on Podbean, but this is also available on Apple on Google, Castbox, Stitcher, Spotify. So, thank you so much for listening, as always. And I hope that you'll tune in for the next episode, which will be next Wednesday, hopefully. And next week's episode will be about the topic of anger. So, I'm going to go through like the uh, emotions that we may feel while we're grieving. So, I've gone. Th- through guilt today i'm going to go through anger next week so i hope you'll tune in for that and thank you so much for listening and take care everybody stay safe and uh, i'll see you in the next episode thank you